How would you like to speak to thousands of people in your pajamas without leaving your bedroom? Here's the thing. You need to be getting on podcasts yesterday. Why? Because podcasters are hot. Over 73 million Americans listen to podcasts and that number is growing every month. That's insane. Here's the problem. There are currently over half a million podcasts and finding the right ones is like finding a needle in a haystack. Podcast booking agencies charge thousands of dollars to book you on shows and they usually just spam podcasters like me. Hosts like myself get pitched all the time and we don't have time to research every potential guest. In fact, I turned down 95% of pitches. And this is why I created Podbooker. Podbooker.com is the first platform where guests can easily pitch hosts and hosts can find great guests. It's like a podcast dating site. Use our simple search algorithm to find the perfect hosts in seconds, increase your acceptance rates with our bio templates, video pitches, and powerful profile pages, easily communicate and follow up with hosts with a few clicks, keep a record of all the podcasts you've been featured on, learn how to become a rock star guest with our academy tutorials featuring award-winning podcast hosts, and much, much more. So what are you waiting for? Head over to podbooker.com. Warning, this is not your average podcast. We don't do I'm average around here. Boring doesn't exist. And we don't have patience for small-minded, petty excuses. Maybe I'm just not good enough. We're all about getting real, staying motivated, and taking imperfect action. This is The Daniel Geffen Show. And now, introducing your charmingly unfiltered, overly obsessive, yet refreshingly insightful host, Daniel Geffen. Mark, welcome to The Daniel Geffen Show. I'm really excited to have you on. And this is really funny because this is the first time that I'm actually doing video. We might use this video, which will be cool. And it's also the first time that I'm using a laptop instead of my phone. For those of you that are watching, this is normally how I record my podcast, which is insane because, as you can see, Mark here has this famous, this special like setup over here, this like professional microphone that makes him look really cool. And I just use this stinky little phone with like headphones, and that's and that's pretty much it for the Daniel Geffen show. First time for everything. So, Mark, I'm really excited to have you on because you are like, really, I mean, you're on fire. I'm watching you. Uh, I'm stalking you, actually. I'm, I'm sitting on the yeah. toilet. I'm looking at my Facebook, my feed on LinkedIn. I'm like, wow, Mark's really like getting a ton of attention. And it's like, wow, how's he doing this? Like, this is incredible. And you've got now a, a top. Your podcast is in the top 100 on iTunes. That's in the general category. It's not even in specific categories. Like, you know, to get into the specifics is much easier uh, and still hard. And just to put that into context, everybody, there's half a million podcasts out there in the world. So to be in the top 100 is insane. That's crazy. I want to really, I guess, open up your brain and find out, like, what are you doing? Like, what's under the hood here? Why? How are you flying so fast? Like, what's going on? And I also noticed on your LinkedIn header, you've got this quote, stay hungry and stay foolish. What is that? <laughs> stay hungry yeah. and stay foolish. Yeah. You know, you know, I think, Daniel, you know, as humans, like, we're so quick to label ourselves and put ourselves in, like, this definite category and you know when you do that and like when you talk to people that are actually doing a lot of interesting things in the world like you know billionaire naveen jain for example 
they look for people that have no idea any kind of experience. They just drop them in this environment and they just fool around. They do a bunch of stuff. And one of those things ends up working. And that's kind of the philosophy that I've taken. Like just looking back at my life and the different successes that I've had, it's always because I'm like this young, naive person that tries something. And like because of that almost stupidity and narrow-mindedness, I'll kind of get ahead uh, then the people that are saying like, oh, just follow like the, you know, like these five top hacks to X, Y, and Z, you know? So that's, that's why I have a thing it relates for sure. Keep things simple, basically. You're saying that so many people overcomplicate things and they try to like analyze it and like figure it out and you just kind of just keep it really simple. Just, this just works, right? Trial and error, yeah. So could talk about the uh, getting into the top, you know, 100 on iTunes, like, how did that happen? What are you doing? So I started my podcast all the way like this time of last year. Didn't really take it seriously. And then at the beginning of this year. You've only done this for a year? Yeah. And like the funny thing is, is like at the beginning of this year, that's when I actually started posting consistently. That's when you came on my show and I really started to get like, understand like this cascade effect of like what's really going on. And I think it's this, right? Wow. Probably like, you know, the, only the top 10% of podcasts are, actually get listened to. And the, the other ones don't because the other people end up quitting or it's not good enough or they try the same thing for two. You know, you've been in this game. Yep. So then I was basically like, you know, I see an angle here. You know, I'm a 21-year-old kid. I kind of started this podcast just because I'm like curious and, you know, I might as well learn from the greatest people alive because we have the internet and social media and I might as well take advantage of that. And just by me being like really authentic and kind of like how you are and like talking about insecurities, failures, doubts, and being a 20, 21-year-old kid that doesn't have any life experience, like I'm not a life coach or anything like that, a lot of people started to relate to that. So so I would say like the biggest thing was at the beginning of this year, I, I made a commitment to post consistently to like post three, five times a week in the middle of June or at the beginning of June, I was like, you know, holy shit, this podcasting thing is totally taking off. Like, I hate to say this, but like as an entrepreneur, you can kind of tell when there's an opportunity, you get like that, like that spidey sense, that feeling. <laughs> yeah. So I, so I felt that and I'm like, I've got to make this a daily show. I have to, like, th there's no way I can live my life without making it a daily show. So then I just go on, I make a daily show. There's still only three interviews a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but in between is either, um, kind of like what you do with the David, the Daniel Geffen show, just solo talk. <laughs> just like solo talking and then also like uh like taking mashups of different guests and like formulating them into an idea i did it with you and yours was about you know the importance of taking action and not necessarily listening to your thoughts and actions and feelings and um it really started like ranking super high up there when i started doing that and then like just recently like the top 100 charts thing it was really interesting it was because i had um i had a few episodes that really got a lot, a lot of visibility. I had like this award-winning journalist on that's like never done a podcast before. I had like a couple guests on and those ranked super high in the podcast episodes ranking, not even the shows. And that just, I guess, kind of propelled me into that kind of thing. 
And I've used LinkedIn a lot. LinkedIn is kind of like my main thing. Like some of the videos that I post on there have gotten like 100,000 views. And even if like 0.01% of people actually like understand and listen, they'll click on your profile and they might click on your podcast and you've got a listener. Can we just like put that into context again? So you're 21. Yes, sir. And you're getting viewed by over 100,000 people from one post that you put out and you're interviewing billionaires and world-renowned leaders and you're in the top 100 in iTunes. Hello, that's like insane. Like it's insane and people listening to this, I don't want to hear any excuses from you guys. Like seriously, because I feel, right now I feel small. I'm humbled. That sucks. <laughs> so I'm 34. So now, I'm, now my competitive edge comes on and I'm like, oh yeah, come on, Mark. Let's take this outside. That's right. Hell yeah. yeah. You think you're going to beat me? Yeah. All right, I'll take, I'm going to go top, top 50 on iTunes, okay? You got 100,000 views? 200,000 views. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. I mean, yes, part of me is saying that. But another part of me is like, I'm so proud of this guy. Thank you. Thank you. Like, ser- like seriously, 21? Dude, I was like a little wiener when I was 21. I didn't do nothing. No, sir, I, I was like watching some stupid shows and like just, I don't even know. What was I doing when I was 21? Nothing. Like really nothing. Yeah. It's just blank. And here you are. I'm like shocked and frustrated because, because there's so many people out there that are 21 or however old they are and they're just making excuses. They're just, it's not the right time. I'm not good enough. Yeah. I'm just, mm-hmm. Come on. Well, I mean, I'm like, doing that. Exactly. Exactly. You're yeah. doing it. You know? Yeah. For sure. I mean, let me, let me say this. I don't think, uh, you know, I don't think ranking like that is any kind of measure of success. I don't think it is. I think it's like this arbitrary thing. It changes all the time. Like I don't even care about it. It's just like a cool thing to kind of say, but listen, man, I was once in that boat. Like I was once, you know, wasting my time, like just trying to get rid of it as fast as possible. Cause I was trying to, you know, subconsciously run away from my fears on a moment to moment basis, which prevented me from living my life in the present moment and getting into flow, which is really where the secret sauce is. And I see 21 year olds, I see 19, 20 year olds, even like 30 year olds having this same kind of like the 1.0 default mentality of like, you know, oh, somebody's going to pick me. I'm just going to do this until I can do that. Oh, the reason why I'm not here is because of, you know, my mom said this to me and this happens. And it's just like, that's not the point, man. Like, you know, I have um, today I'm interviewing uh, Naveen Jain, who's been on your podcast. And, you know, his whole thing is like fixing the world's problems. Like what, what can we do here, especially when we have the tools that we have today? It's crazy, man. Like, just as a little bit of like a backstory, when I was uh, 15 years old, have you heard of that game Minecraft? Yeah, of course. So I basically, when I was 15, I ended up starting this uh, Minecraft server. And it's just like a multiplayer place for people to go on there and play. Basically ends up becoming the, the world's number one Minecraft server. I ended up making hundreds of thousands of dollars in a very what? short amount of time. Which, what? You were 15 years old? Yeah, yeah. And basically, like, a lot of good... (laughs) 
I mean, listen, like a lot of good came from it, right? But then also a lot of bad came from it. One of the biggest good things was like me realizing that while I was in high school and all my friends were like, oh, yeah, dude, I'm going to go to, you know, this college to, to become an engineer and make like six figures or whatever it is. I'm like, wait, I've already got the money and like something's wrong. Something feels like it's missing, which kind of led me down this whole path of like seeking what is like real fulfillment, what's really impactful in life. And just like translating those men into the podcast really keeps me going. Like I get, I'm sure just like you, like I get so many messages from people on a regular basis of people that say things like, oh, I'm a, I'm like a 14 year old or I'm like a 50 year old and uh, X, Y, and Z happened. And listening to your podcast with Daniel Geffen made me like change my own thought process. And it led me to this realization. And then in three months, I'll get an email from the same person and I'll be like, oh, I started uh, meditating and I started doing this. And now my relationship with my mom is so much better. And they'll like hop on a call with me. I'm obviously not saying like that's all because of me or anything. It's very little to do with me. It's mostly because of my guests and mostly because of the listener listening took the initiative to apply it in their own life. But just seeing all those things has created like this self-sufficient machine where I'm just constantly doing things and I don't even know like that I'm doing them. It's almost like kind of like this intuitive kind of process. I'm sure you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you, know what, you know what amazes me about you is that you, you're like a sponge that you soak things up. And you, you have this like real thirst and hunger to learn from other people. And just like one example, like a small example, I was on Quora um, about mm. six months ago. And I was like, I was trying to get engagement on Quora yes. um, and, and just really just try to like leverage the platform and see if I can get any. And I started doing video and that was getting a lot more attention than just plain text. And then I noticed that this guy, Mark Metry, is like following my stuff. And next thing I know is he's also doing video. And I'm like, this guy's freaking copying what I'm doing. And it was like, wow, you know, like why reinvent the wheel when you can learn from other people and let other people make those mistakes? Like it, what's amazing is that you have all these people on your podcast show and I have people on my podcast show who have lived a whole life filled with mistakes and pitfalls and lessons and we could just take those and we can learn them instead of having to make those mistakes ourselves and yeah. you know, when you read someone's book this is why it fascinates me that so few people actually read books nowadays it, it's because if you think about what is a book a real book not the ones that people do in 90 days or like over a weekend i wrote a book over <laughs> a weekend and use it for toilet paper okay Come on, what, 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 what can you do in a weekend? You know, you're like 20 years old and you've written a book in a weekend and you, you paid some money for, you know, daddy's money gave But well, I'm not going to go into that rant. Point yeah. it. I'm talking about the real books, the ones that like, you know, the autobiographies, right? You read a, a book by somebody who has lived a whole lifetime. And in that 200-page book, you've got a whole lifetime. You have someone's life in a book. And how long does it take you to read a book? You know, a couple of hours. You sit down, you read a book, a couple of hours. Even if it takes you a couple, couple of days, if you sit there reading a couple of days, you've now absorbed someone's whole life yeah. in a couple of days. Mind software. It's nuts. And, but the thing is, people don't, they don't want to read because it's like, now nah, I'll just get the, the checklist of the 10 ways how to change your life forever. Come on. Work, like, really? <laughs> It just doesn't, like, come on. Yeah. You know? I mean, dude, well, let me say, like, the, the model that I have of, what, you know, what you said at the beginning of, 
being a podcaster and a sponge. I really got that from you. When you came on my podcast, that was the first time, I believe it was the first time I had a podcast host. And I was really able to see this totally normal dude with a family living in Israel, you know, started this <laughs> started this podcast and is now, you know, he wrote this book and now he's talking to these billionaires, blah, blah, blah. And I was able to see that. And like the, the main thing that really stuck out to me was being a podcaster, you know, we get to hear and listen from so many different people, but it's knowing which information to kind of keep in mind, right? So like, for example, when you came on my show and you really emphasizing the importance of taking action of, you know, highlighting the fact that all these successful people have fears, doubts, insecurities, just like everyone else, but they do them regardless. That has stuck with me ever since, like really 100%. And that's kind of been my own mental model. Um, and the thing about Cora, by the way, that was very, very, very smart. I, um, so I, I see you, you start posting on Cora. I, I was kind of active on Cora, took a break. And then I remember you, uh, you sent me a Facebook message and you, um, you were asking me like, what's this Cora thing? Like, is it good? Have you seen any traction on it? And I'm like, eh, it's not bad. Like I've been using it a little bit for my agency and getting some traction that way. I go on Cora, I see your videos like, oh shit, I wasn't even thinking about that, making videos. So then I just start doing this video thing and I really tripled down on it. And like overall, I did a bunch of them. Overall now, I think they're viewed like hundreds of thousands of times because nobody else does it. It's crazy. But I, I like that thing. Yeah. You know, it's ultimately like this. Like I think it comes down to having a few principles in mind. You know, I think they're unique for each person. And then just taking action, failing your way forward, um, trial and error. That's what I think the game is all about. You know, like if you're trying to listen to what, you know, Gary V says, and you're trying to follow the three steps that he did to get successful, you're going to fail, right? Because he used, uh, you know, Google AdWords for wine and he used X, Y, and Z, but they're not really relevant right now, you know? What's your goal, Mark? I mean, you're so young and you've got so much drive and you, you're like, what, what's the big goal? What do, you, what do you see yourself doing in the next 10, 20, 30 years? Yeah, that's a good question. So right now, I run a business. That's kind of my main thing. It's called ViewDream. And it's a marketing, advertising, growth agency, specifically in the virtual and augmented reality space. And the reason why I'm into that is I'm super into that field. And I'm planning on transforming that agency into a VR, AR software business in like the next five years. So really where I have my eyes gazed on in the next 10 years is really totally destroying and dominating that market, VR and AR. I think it's basically going to be like the next industry of like computers, phones, all that stuff combined. Um, so that's kind of where my main goal is. Believe it or not, I'm actually in the process of uh, like this long-term goal of uh, writing a book, not about me, but uh, about the podcast, about uh, Humans 2.0. Originally, I was going to kind of make like a Tools of Titans, like each guest, the things they've taught me. But then I've, so I talked to this New York Times bestselling author, and he told me every podcaster he knows is doing that. So like now I'm kind of, I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet, but I think I want to do like a... Um, you know, like those create your own adventure books where like you get to choose the page. I want to do one of those, but for mindset. Oh, I love that idea. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. I'm going to play around with it for sure. But, um, 
Yeah, I say those are the main things. There's definitely a lot of different things, but those are the main things. Very cool. So for that person that's listening to this right now, that's just like, in, you know, just envious of, of what you've achieved at such a young age. But they're like, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Like, what am I? How do, how do I do it? What do I do? Like, what do you, what would you say to them? I'd say this. Okay. So you're listening to this podcast right now. You're getting a 30 minute snippet of our lives. I, I, I hope I didn't lie or anything, but the reality is life is a lot more complex. You know, you and I are going to shut off this podcast and we're going to go on to live our lives, complex problems, family, personal health, like all, all over. So like you really don't, don't know if I have it all figured out or not. But one thing I would do say is like instead of spending your time like saying, oh, this kid Mark is doing this and uh, uh, me and I'm not doing anything. I would start off by being uh, grateful for what you do already have. Just take inventory of your life, take stock. And if you do that on a consistent basis, that's going to change your state. And you're going to be able to see things to be grateful for. I learned this from Ed Milet. Once you start doing that, then life just becomes not so much like a, a black and white thing and everything's really hard. I'm sure you've, you've experienced this. Into this kind of thing where your mind is just kind of giving you suggestions like, oh, well, Mark, you know, you've got this thing to do today. So then you're going to do that. And then that's going to transform and you're going to see other things that, you sh- that your brain knows it should be doing. Because that's what I think a lot of it is. I think a lot of us, we all know what we're supposed to be doing. But I think the main issue is that we fill ourselves up with a bunch of BS to try to, you know, hold that in. For some people, you know, it could be an addiction to self-help, right? <laughs> it could be it could be other people. It could be food. It could be, you know what I mean? Like it could be a billion different things. But I think those are the main obstacles. And once you take uh, stock of your own life and you kind of get to see an objective thing and lean towards the positive, be more grateful, your life will start showing yourself things to do, if that makes sense. I love that answer because in a way, you know, I expected you to give like the, you know, the three-step thing, like, hey, <laughs> Like start a LinkedIn account, start a podcast, like, you know, the to-do list. Give me a to-do list because everybody wants like a recipe. Like I want to bake a cake. Give me the recipe. And you gave them the secret recipe. You gave them the recipe that, that will basically, no matter what happens in their life, no matter what happens, this is how you're happy. You want to be happy? It's not about the 100,000 views or the top 100 Mm -hmm. podcasts or the millions that you will make. It's always, always going to come back to, are you grateful for what you have? And the other thing that I love about that is when we're grateful for what we have and we're not desperately trying to be something else or do something else, when we're so comfortable with who we are and what we're doing, then we're not scared to adventure out. Mm -hmm. We're not scared to adventure out because I'm happy with what I have. So if this doesn't work out, it's okay. I still have what I have. That's so powerful. When somebody is in a position where everything's okay, I don't need anything, dude, that's scary because that person is like, whoa, whoa, they, they could do anything then, right? When someone's so desperate to win, then that's their biggest weakness because the, the first sign of failure, they're, gonna, they're just going to like, oh, man, I'm not doing this, I'm not, but I don't care if I fail because I'm happy with what I have. That's so powerful. Like, if you get that, it's amazing. It really is. That's the key. 
I would literally urge people listening to this to check out Mark's podcast. It's called Humans 2.0. The go subscribe to that podcast, Humans 2.0. Um, I love, love what Mark's doing. Uh, I love everything you're doing, Mark. I'm like, I'm like a right. fan now. I'm like your fan following you around. Um, any, <laughs> I hate saying this when it's like any final words as if I'm about to kill Mark. I've got a knife to Mark's neck and I'm about to <laughs> kill him. Any final words, Mark? Like, but yeah, any final words, Mark? Yeah, I would say, um, I'd say go do something today that you think is valuable. And I would say everyone out there listening, you need to go on iTunes right now. And you need to go to Daniel's podcast. This guy works really hard, and you need to leave him a five-star review. I would appreciate it a lot. I'm sure he would, too. I would love it. Five-star review. Yummy. I love that. That's incredible. Mark, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on. And uh, thank you to all those listening to the show, and I'll speak to you tomorrow. You just heard another imperfectly perfect, powerful piece of positivity, practical perceptions from your daringly dashing host, Daniel Geffen. Don't foolishly miss out on other epic episodes. Uh Uh-oh. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Go on, give it a smash, then get on with your day. And don't forget to make it epic.